This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at cattle for Monday, March 6. Well, cattle markets last week were kind of defined by some key reversals down that got very little follow through. So I don't know. It looked like the cattle market certainly has the sellers standing on the sidelines waiting for their opportunities and taking stabs at the market without a lot of success. For the week, live cattle were up 22 cents on the front month and feeder cattle were up 92 cents. In the cash trade, pretty firm, started out early in the week, up about one on the Fed trade and held that way through the end of the week at around 165. Dressed was up three at 263. Box beef on Friday were mixed. Choice was up 82 cents at 289. Select down 72 cents at 277. The spread gained $1.54, was sitting at 12.46, and we moved 77 loads on Friday. Slaughter rate on Friday was 117,000 heads, so that's about 8,000 below what the average is. For the week, we were at 618,000 head, that's 18,000 more than the previous week, and down 7,000 from the previous year. The feeder cattle index was up 141, we're sitting at 185.43. For the week, we had uh, 518 million pounds of beef produced. That was about 8,000 8, more than the previous week and equal to where we were a couple weeks ago. What I want to point out here is slaughter, even at 117,000 head on Friday, we only moved 77 loads of beef. And that is still running way behind where you would normally be given whatever slaughter number you have. So for the weeks, uh, box beef movement was 444 loads. Now that was up about 30 uh, loads more than the previous week, but that week also was a had a holiday day. So that's the lowest box beef we've moved for a full week since the beginning of the year. Um, and it's even lower than some holiday weeks. So I think this is worth noting that the slaughter rates you know, are, are hanging right in there. And again, Friday we did see a pretty notable drop, but the box beef movement for the week was way below where you would think they would be given the slaughter numbers. I can only expect that that's going into cold storage. Now, whether they're staging that product for an export market, which could be, our sales have been pretty decent, except for last week, they weren't that great, or they're storing up for what they expect will be a, a, a heavy demand grilling season and expecting to see numbers of slaughter cattle drop off pretty significantly, just simply based on low placements last fall. I'm guessing it's the latter of that, and that would make sense because you are seeing slaughter numbers drop off. Slaughter weights are seasonally dropping off, so you would expect beef production to start really declining here fairly quickly, headed right into the one of the biggest demand periods of the year. So. I think you're seeing that, that uh, packers are kind of slowing down the box beef movement. They're propping up prices, obviously. Prices have remained quite strong for this time of year. And they're going to have, you know, what they expect will be enough product to get them through the springtime, the, you know, the, the big demand season of spring grilling. So an interesting phenomena, what's going on here as far as box beef movement and uh, the slaughter rates. In the futures, some interesting price action there where, again, you had this key reversal on um, Wednesday. 
and in, it was key reversal in some of the deferred months. It wasn't quite a key reversal, but it was an outside day low, just barely testing uh, the, the most recent contract high, which was just a few days before that. But you had an outside day lower. You actually confirmed that with another day down in live cattle, but then you spent Friday snapping back and regaining almost all of those losses from Wednesday. In feeder cattle, you had a big sweeping outside day lower with with no follow through whatsoever. The next day was a very quiet trading range, kind of at the low end of that Wednesday's range. And then Friday, you snap back up, recouping all of the losses from, from Wednesday again. So clearly, we're not quite ready to roll over yet in either the lives or the feeders. Um, I think feeders have a ways to go. We're, we're getting there. I mean, the market is is uh, was only a two to three dollars away from the targets before you had that big reversal down but you know the market snapping back like this would tell me that we're we're going to get there I, I think uh you know we're not that close to the highs from last week i think we'll take those out i think we'll we'll get up to those targets you know on the may you're looking right around 202 on the the may feeder cattles i think that's within reach and i think that um 202 to 203 and a half right in there uh, I don't I don't think that's unreasonable to think that we could get there again with the kind of technical formation we had that failed this gives uh, some confidence to the buyers that the, the sellers are not going to be successful at least in the short term seasonally we still have quite a bit of time for feeder cattle before they typically would put in a high around early May now, if the rains do not come to the Southern Plains, it's probably going to be a muted rally into that time window. But if they do come and you see some pasture regeneration there, I, I think you really light a fire under the feeder cattle market. So far, the rains have not come. The forecast, the longer range forecasts have not been pulled in, you know, for rain, have not materialized in the short range forecast. So it's that prospect is, is not looking all that great, to be honest. But uh, I, I still think you're going to see good demand for calves and, and the supplies are going to get even tighter as you start to rebuild herds. For live cattle, seasonally, uh, we're, we're entering into that time window when normally you would see a high right around mid-March. But I think with the upward trend, with the momentum to the upside, with the demand structure that we have, which is pretty solid to me, I think uh, you have a very good chance of extending that normal seasonal into late March, probably into early May. So, it's, you know, potentially another month left on that upward trajectory for live cattle. So we're looking for a price action that kind of accelerates to the upside. Um, I got spooked by last week's price action, but again, it's been pretty much negated at this point. So I think we're, you know, we're back up into that trend. And again, it kind of shores up that momentum and shores up that bullish attitude when you have a pretty big sell signal that, that just gets obliterated. So I think we got more upside to go. I think we got plenty of time to do it. Um, so I would just buy the brakes if you get them. But if you don't, if we see some acceleration, we'll look for two or three days of extended trading ranges where the market's just bam, 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 up. That's your selling opportunity. Uh, timing is, you know, again, we've, we've already talked about that, but that's a kind of price action. If it happens sooner than we expect, well, we'll, we'll jump on it. But um, I think we're, we're going to get that kind of action to kind of culminate the, this move, at least for the short term. 
If you have any questions, feel free to call 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.